Hi everyone, this is Amy Infinity, and you are listening to The Key to Courage. everybody, it's Amy Infinity once again with the Key to Courage podcast. Welcome. This week we're going to be talking about the insights again. And by insights, I'm talking about the insight visualization method. So it's basically, if you didn't catch any of the previous episodes, I've done a couple already on it. But just a little refresher, it's all about basically easy to grasp visualizations in your day-to-day life, uh, helping you get through circumstances and situations. So I have come up with this method, which is basically setting out the stage with these ideas that are some of them tongue in cheek, some of them laughable. uh, But the whole idea is that they're easy to grab and grasp at a moment's notice to help you as a lifeline or to help you get over hurdles or just see your way through a situation. So the few that we're going to visit this week are actually fun, <laughs> I think, are, are very, you know, again, the, the kind of tongue-in-cheek, a little bit laughable, but at the same time, very effective in that way. So this one, the first one we're going to be talking about is called the Flopping Fish Insight, and it's for feeling right again. So if, again, if you recollect, but let me just as a refresher, we kind of go through first a story associated with the visualization. Then we actually approach the insight itself and how to kind of use that. And then we go into a little section of variations, tips, and or possibilities that you can expand or make it kind of your own. So to start out with the flopping fish insight. There have been so many times in my life that I have felt like a flopping fish. So you might be able to relate to this, where you just feel like you're kind of flopping around, you don't really know what you're doing. So do you know what I'm talking about? Like somebody swept you out of the water, threw you on the dock, and left you there to flop around and gasp for air. So that's what I mean by flopping fish, right? It's awful, especially for those of us who have no one to tell us what direction to flop. So we don't necessarily have a roadmap or a a way to get to where we want to go. We don't even really know. Now, I have many people in my life who could and would have an opinion about how to get back in that water. But then again, I don't really have any that are aligned with my vision. And so none that I would really trust enough to know which way I should actually go. So like now, uh, my life over the last few months have been completely the epitome of flopping fish. I left my nine to five out of necessity and also though knowing that I, I didn't really have it all worked out before I did so. And you see, I'm a planner. So when I got into my current circumstance, I... I have had, I don't have what other people deem as a plan. I am right now uh, in a couple of different places living kind of day to day uh, because I have horses I have to care for in one location and then I, I come back to another. So I flopped and I flopped and I'm still kind of flopping, okay? Uh, but in writing this right now and in sharing all this with you, I'm swimming, So does that make sense? So I'm actually living into what I want, who I want to be, and that's how the flopping becomes swimming. 
I found my right. I have been finding it for a while. But it took flopping, gasping, finding, and allowing. It took me letting go of the how and then just trusting that with enough fluffing in a direction that feels right that I would end up in my ocean. And I'm doing that right now. And I want that for you as well. So the insight itself, okay, so it can be used in two ways. You can either envision somebody picking you up and placing you kindly back in the water again. That's one way of being saved, if you will. Or what I think is even more valuable because it's not really reliant on anybody else, you can see yourself flopping your own way off that dock. People might assist in and save you, and I, I can't underscore enough the benefit of having a great network or a great team of people. I'm still even trying to find mine, though. Uh, so you just need to realize you are more powerful than anyone that might assist you. So plunk, you hit that cool water. Now take that refreshing deep breath. And now that you can breathe, you can be you again. You aren't flopping anymore, and now you know what to do. You're gliding smoothly through that water, through the ripples, through the waves, and you can even ride out the storm. Now, whether you have had help or not, the idea is the same. You will find your water. You will escape that hot dock. Persistence. It's inevitable with that, that you will find your way, flopping or not, to wherever you want to be. Okay, so that's the insight. Variations, tips, and possibilities. Well, I I could tell you right now, I just flopped into this. I really did. I floundered for so long thinking that I wasn't good enough, that I wasn't choosing the right direction. And I've done this way too many times to count, probably because I have way too many things going on. But I flopped and I flopped and eventually I realized my cool water was sitting right beside me. All I had to do was steal myself up a little bit for the shock of that cool. But I was finally ready. It took me a while, a very long while to get to this point, that, that realization. But here I am now, having flopped myself right into your world. So hello. <laughs> you will get there though. That's the point I'm trying to make. So that's one variation is, is just kind of mixing it up, adding a little bit more to that visual. And another variation could also be an insight of all its own. For now, we'll just use it here. It's the same idea as dance like no one's watching. But the visual is great. Google Elaine dancing on this at Seinfeld or Carlton on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, or any number of other examples of seemingly awkward dancers. You know what's great about these? They're famous, and they're famous for being great at being awkward at dancing. And they're unique, they're special, they're funny. They're literally dancing to the beat of their own drum and letting go. And then they're finding their cool water, or their own dance floor, if you will. Thus, if you can't find your sea to flop into, make your own. There you go. Now, also, of course, now we're moving on to the next one. The penguin on land insight. Now, this one I love, too. Again, a very visual, kind of funny. Um, there's a great 
a couple great memes out there with penguins kind of waddling on land. And But this one is, is for confidence and empowerment. So the story. This insight can be applied to many life circumstances, social, professional, personal, and otherwise. In fact, I quite often feel like a penguin on land through much of what I am doing right now. I do have mentors that I look up to and follow, but I do an awful lot of waddling on my own, awkwardly trying to find my way to my sea. I have realized that many of us are destined to feel this way to some degree for the rest of our lives because we're different, right? But there is a sea for each of us. That is the point. Mine is helping you find yours. So let's go. So the insight itself is pretty straightforward. Picture yourself waddling along, looking awkward, feeling awkward. You have very little, if anything, figured out. You know, uh, hey, I, I can relate to that too, right? And you should have everything figured out, right? You're 39 or 53 or 62 or 21 or maybe 85, but no. Stop it. Age is just a number and life is ever flowing and ever moving. Thus, why should we have it all figured out? Life is the ocean and we are the penguin. Now see, that easily we are flowing. We just slipped into that water. Wait, we were already there all along and we are swimming. We have been swimming and we will be still as we go along. There will be currents, waves, but underneath, we know what to do even if we don't feel like we know what we're doing. We're already there in the sea. You got this. Now, variations, tips, and possibilities for the Penguin on Land Insight. Uh, it's similar to the flopping fish insight, of course, but it involves more interaction with the outer world and our perception of this waddling rather than just flopping around on our own. In its own way, it's like an ugly duckling story when you discover you really are the swan. If you have a hard time seeing yourself as a penguin, try think thinking duckling into swan. Swans are pretty awkward honkers, but you never hear much about that, do you? You hear about their beauty and their grace. Embrace who you are because who you are is a swan. You are amazing. We are all still trying to figure all of this out. Another variation here. A horse knows. Okay, I'm a horse person as many of you might already know. Uh, but that's a statement in itself. A horse knows. They know if you are bluffing or not. They know bravado, expectation, anticipation, knowledge, understanding, and otherwise. So if you step into an arena or a ring with a horse with less knowledge than you claim, they will know it. And quite often, they will call you out on it through their actions or inactions. I mean, they're very forgiving, but at the same time, they know and they will call you out on it. With this intuition, they also have a respect for truth. 
I have seen it many times where I've worked with a horse that has challenged me in one way or another because of my knowledge and expectation, then turned around and completely melted for a child or a person with very clear self-acknowledged inexperience. So what I mean is I have worked with horses within the rescue world and whatnot that they have already had a lot of people come in and assume and try to inflict on them their idea of, of training or just ask too much of them. Uh, and then I step in there and even though maybe I have a gentler expectation, they don't see it that way. They see an expectation as an expectation. So then turn around and have somebody come in that has no ask of them and they go straight over to them and they are, you know, they, they know that there's no heavy there, that there's no ask there. So there's no hiding or shame in the inexperience and lack of knowledge or expectation. And these horses, they, they know, respect, and even love that, that innocence. And there's truth in all of that. So the point I'm trying to make here is live your truth, bumbling and all. Be proud of your not knowing as much as your knowledge. Because we are all glorious parts of both chaos and greatness. I like to think those actually go hand in hand. So that is our insight number two today. And I like to do at least three on these podcast episodes. Just to give you a a lot to kind of non-chew on for the day. Now all of these you can find over at amyinfinity.com. It uh, outlines each of them in all the same way, the story, the insight, and variations. And that's all you know, free. Just head on over there and you'll find the link for the insights. Um, so penguin on land, we did the flopping fish. And now we're going to do what I call the piece of thread insight. Now this is your lifeline. That's what I, I'm using this as and to give to you is a visual as a lifeline, whether it's big or small. So I often speak of my, this is the story, I often speak of my piece of thread. Some use the term lifeline, but I like thread, maybe because I can visualize it better and it seems less threatening and less expectant. I feel that a lot of this save yourself kind of stuff puts too much pressure on the big saves. It's kind of why I even developed this insight visualization method is because a lot of self-help goes into this, this idea of visualization and then it becomes intimidating. Like how do I visualize that while I'm caught up in my head already and trying to see your way out of a situation is, is sometimes just not in the cards. Your mind is spinning. You can't see the light sometimes or that better. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so this is how to kind of make it smaller and already readily available so you don't even have to think of it on your own. So that's what this whole the the piece of thread insight is. I like to think of it in things in bits and spurts because it makes it more accessible, gentle and quiet. A golden thread, mine glows, at least when I need it the most. I can't always see it. 
In my real dark darks, I am alone and there is no thread. My lifelines become my obligations. They keep me afloat. So as much as I love them, they're also, you know, again, like obligations, my pups, my horses, the things I haven't done yet. And in some sense, those become my thread. They keep me moving, even if I can't see the light. But something is always there. All you need to do is crack open your eyes, squint just a little, or stick out a finger, just barely. There you go. There's your golden thread. You'll catch it. So the insight plainly has you grasping what you can easily see in your mind's eye when the world is dark. It's there, I promise you, in you. Now, a word of caution here. People as lifelines or thread can potentially complicate matters. I I would say reach for those you can trust to help you out of situations. Just be aware that, you know, using your best judgment would be in your best favor. I love the idea of a comforting, supportive network of people around me. And utilizing those as lifelines would be a, you know, Gosh, it would be such a blessing. I also have been through a a life where I've had a lot of alone time and a lot of time to where the lifelines that I've wanted to grab for have fallen through. So again, use your best judgment. But what I would say is use yourself as that golden thread somewhere underneath there. You know, see yourself as a another person in some sense to where you have somebody on the other side holding that thread for you to grab on to. I would recommend also maybe a favorite thought or object you like to think of. If if the thread doesn't work for you, just something, anything to remind you that someday just beyond the dark, just beyond whatever pain or challenge you're facing, beyond your view, there is something that that thread is attached to. It is the sun, it is the light, and it is you. Now you will get there. Even though you can't always see it, you will get there because your thread, your golden thread is attached. And that sun, that burning sun is you deep down. Then you follow that thread. Just keep a hold. Variations, tips, and possibilities. Another visual that can be used is a bit more playful. My Australian cattle dog of 15 years, Ranger, was a Velcro dog as the breed is often called and very attached to his mom. So me, (laughs) or it might've been the other way around. I know that I am a bit of a, what I call a hover mother (laughs) with all of my four-legged kiddos. So anyway, we'll say that he was attached to me because it works for this visual. Every time I would go away out of town and have to board him somewhere, I would make sure he had his tuna. Mr. Tuna was a plush, colorful, bright green fish toy that over time and play lost its squeaking capability, but it was a comfort, a reminder that mama would be home soon. It was his light, I hope his golden thread, and when I would get back, he would greet me with the utmost happy of happies. Then, of course, cold shoulder me for a week. But the point is, Mr. Tuna was his thread and would always remind him 
that mama's on her way. She's coming back and that there is more to this story that, that he can look forward to. So I would encourage you, find your Mr. Tuna and hang on. You will definitely feel the light again. You will get through your challenges and you will be amazing and even more powerful for it. So if you need more help than what this insight can provide, please don't be shy. Do not um, be at all ashamed. There's no shame in seeking help, whether it's from a clinical setting or now, of course, there's all kinds of online uh, facets of, of finding and seeking help more than I, I will say disclaimer here. I mean, I'm not in any way, shape or form a uh, psychologist, psychiatrist. And so please seek help accordingly if this is a little heavier than what you might be handling or you are handling right now. So with that, though, um, I really do truly hope that these insights uh, are helping you out. Please go over to uh, Apple Podcasts if you, I don't know where you found this one, uh, Google, also at Spotify, and then on my website, amyinfinity.com. There are links to all of the other podcast episodes. There are a couple out already, already going through a couple of the other insights, or you can find all of them at amyinfinity.com, as well as a ton of other helpful resources. So I truly hope this day has been a great one for you, or if it's just beginning, I'm sure there's so much greatness ahead. I love you very much. Uh, Thank you for joining me on this episode, and I hope to see you on the next one, or hear you, or you hear me. (laughs) I love you. Take care. Best wishes. You have been listening to the Key to Courage podcast. For more inspiration, resources, and to get you to that next level, come find me over at amyinfinity.com and infinitegumption.com. I'll see you there.